Hey everyone, welcome back to our latest episode of Minding Her Own Business podcast. Abby, what's going on? Um, it is a stressful, fun, exciting, different week we've had. Yeah, yeah. environment's <laughs> changing a little bit. Yeah. Um, we're getting some developments about coronavirus coming to the U.S. and some yeah. cases are surging and we're just watching and we're seeing what's going to happen. Yeah. And we're kind of in an it is what it is state of mind. Yeah, because today is um, March 12th, Thursday. Correct. Correct. And this is actually, what, our sixth podcast? I believe so. But we're actually going to put it up next, so it will technically be our fifth. So we'll be in we'll be in or line both. with recent news and yeah, development and everything. Yeah, we wanted to put this one out there um, now because of the crazy weeks. We had the spring ahead. We have retrograde ending. We have... Um, full moon coming up. Full moon on uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And self-quarantines. So it's a lot of energy, <laughs> but that's okay. But that's okay. Our yeah. guest today, I think, is going to shed light. I'm yeah. so excited. Abby um, Abby told me about Liz, and I was like, oh my God, we need to have her on. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, this is great. So tell us how you came in contact with Miss um, Liz Detterer. Well, our um, second guest, Jen Brennan, she was she's the owner of Much Needed Wellness over in Amity. She has her new location, which is super exciting. Um, she connected me with Liz and Liz was on vacation and graciously talked to me (laughs) or texted with me. And, um, I just love everything that she's about and I I needed her on immediately. So we got her on as soon as we could. So welcome. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm excited to have this conversation. Yeah. Timely and necessary. Yes. I think so. For sure. So Liz, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah. So I run uh, Selling with Service. It's a sales training and business consulting company. And I've, uh, over the past 10 years or so, been really working specifically with women in business, service-based businesses, women who really need to use their words to convert it into cash. Gotcha. Yeah. A little bit of that going on. You have a lot of history. I saw that resume girl <laughs> she got some brand names hopping off that resume I, I I'm, I'm digging it so you've got the experience which I love yeah I think that's important yeah it's you know seeing the business and it's like such a weird statement to say like over the past two decades of right? my career like you don't look it oh thank no. you thank you um I have all the products on my face but <laughs> I'm wearing everything, everything. Um, but yeah, it's like just seeing the, tr- the trends over the past two decades, you know, seeing now what we're facing with this kind of pandemic and the, mm-hmm. the hype of it all mm-hmm. and then real and otherwise and what, but it brings me back to when I was in executive search during the recession, like what a great time oh, wow. to be in executive search, yeah. right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, how did we navigate that? We were in a boutique agency. How did we navigate that at the time working specifically in retail, mm-hmm. specifically placing senior level executives when nobody was buying anything? Anything, how did we navigate that from a business perspective to keep our heads above water, knowing mm-hmm. we were in it for the long term? Everything that we're going is going on right now. It just is so reminiscent of that time. So you were in the trenches before. 100%. You're ready to get into the trenches again, yep. and I think that that's a great um, anecdote to remind people of that we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. We're going to survive. We're going to persevere. So do you think that you survived that um, partly because you were a boutique, so you were a little bit more the smaller, more nimble? Absolutely. We were boutique. We were nimble. Um, we, the, the company did end up folding. Um, it was more senior leadership and they just kind of were at the point where it's like, you know what? I mean, we were going to do this anyways. It's just kind of a little bit faster now. So ultimately the company did close down, but we were able to sustain Mm. because we were nimble because the other reason is, 
Um, we had a very, very focused lane. We were not trying to be all things to all people. We were senior leadership specifically within the retail sector. And because we had that focus and that narrow expertise, we had established relationships and trust built in. So that's a good piece of advice for a lot of, I think, the small businesses right now. So kind of mainly are. Yeah, hunker down and focus on either one product, one idea, and just simply focus on that yeah. and, and make that your shining yeah. star to, to get through everything. Grow from what you know. Like I don't like try to become something new to somebody else because you think it's going to be the next thing. Somebody else owns that. Like mm-hmm. let them do that. Mm-hmm. You double down on what you're best and most brilliant at. Correct. Period. Like Correct. this is the time to focus for sure. Good. Yeah. Good. Perfect. And you do a lot of work with women and specifically negotiating their worth. A hundred percent. So there's this, you guys probably have heard it, the, um, you know, charge what you're worth kind of a statement. Right. Yeah. We say that all the time. We do. Which, you know, I know you have thoughts on that. I, maybe <laughs> I have an opinion or two. Yeah, I do have a thought on that. And I, I get where it's coming from. Right. And it's catchy and it's fun and it's kind of like, it's out there. Right. So charge what you're worth. Yes. And right. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the reason why women don't do that Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with it if, it if it was said and then it was implemented. But okay. the challenge is it's not implemented. And the reason why is because it's done from this kind of top-heavy masculine energy, charge what you're worth. And we don't operate like that. We're lower chakra, right? And money is lower chakra. So we need to come from a more grounded feminine place. Okay. And that's not charging what we're worth. That's owning our worth. Okay. Different shift, you know, it's, it's the same concept. I'm not saying that discount everything, you know, put yourself on sale. That's not what I'm saying either. Yeah. It's just the charge what you're worth just has this kind of top heavy masculine. I have to go to battle Aggressive. now. And it, yeah, exactly. Instead of an owning what you're worth and then instead of demanding respect and your worth, you're commanding it and developing okay. it exactly okay. and it just is a much more Ooh. grounded feminine energy right i can see the wheel spinning yeah, yeah. Over I know, here. you're like what's going on i want to know so yeah. give us some so, so give us some examples so so some someone has a product and how would you how would you take that um mindset and put it into action then well, so small it's, business yeah, owner. so it's a mindset of if we think about like a service-based business owner, right? Because right. our service is our product. Yes. But if we go <clears throat> into the conversation, like the price is the price is the price. That's very like, bleh, to me okay. at least, right? Yeah. That's very like masculine. The price is the price is the price. This does not mean conversely that now all of a sudden it's like, well, the price is whatever you can afford. That's not what I'm saying either. It just yeah. means you step into it to say, okay, let's have a conversation around it. I like it. that. That's so it's a negotiation. All, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's negotiating your worth. hundred percent. And that's okay. what I do in my business when I, for, for real estate, I sit down and I discuss, um, you know, everything I do. Um, it's actually mainly the conversation is all about them. I want to know exactly what their needs are first mm-hmm. and how I would best be able to help them. And then, um, in that conversation, I explain my worth and why I charge so much. And if they still can't do it, then I say, okay, then let's have a conversation. Perhaps I don't do this or perhaps we don't do that. Or, yeah. Um, and if, like if it doesn't fit, then maybe we're not a good fit. Absolutely. But it's to have, it's just to aerate the ideas. Objections are not like ending points. They're just points of concern that haven't been addressed yet. Yeah. So it's just a, how do you have a conversation around that to get all the ideas and the thoughts out there? So I have an easy formula that I just put out there so people can quickly remember. Cause you know, in sales conversations are like, Oh, 50, 50, 60, 40, you know, right. whatever mm-hmm. they're missing a critical component in my opinion. So it's, uh, my formula is 80, 15 and five. Okay. okay. So 80% of the conversation is the other person talking, yeah. right? right? 15, AKA you listening, mm-hmm. 15% of the conversation is what's left out of the other equations. 15% of the conversation is you asking questions. 
Mm-hmm. And if Alex okay. Trebek wouldn't say it on Jeopardy, wouldn't allow it on Jeopardy, it doesn't leave your mouth. <laughs> oh, right? It has to be a question. Yeah. Um, and then only 5% of the conversation is where I say permission to speak freely is granted. Like only 5% of the conversation should you be filling in with fact? Should you be saying good point. full very, sentences? Very good. Everything, if you're asking intelligent questions, you're guiding them to see your worth. And mm-hmm. you're doing, by doing so, you're owning your worth. Mm-hmm. You don't have to charge your worth and command and, de- you know, de- demand it. Right. So do you think it's more important than to shift conversations back to the good old telephone and in-person conversation versus email? Because it's probably oh, yeah. really difficult to do that, that 80, 15, five. So background, uh, so I, uh, curate and design all these charcuterie boards and I get yep. a lot of, uh, inquiries about weddings and I'm finding that it can be somewhat difficult because, you know, they submit a request and I give them the number and I give them an, um, an open-ended, please follow up with any questions you know, let's, we can talk about this and I try to follow up and lots of times it's crickets. Lots of times it's just a ghosted kind of process. So now you've got me wondering, maybe I should take this kind of as an in-person, like, let's talk about this over the phone. hundred percent. Email is for confirmation, not for conversation. I love that. You cannot have two monologue, two monologues and and confuse it for a dialogue. Okay. Totally. You can't do it. Yeah. I usually, um, start with a a phone call, have a a in-depth conversation and then just confirm with Mm -hmm. an email. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. Because this you, is what we talked okay. about. Yeah. Because if you give yep, them okay. a number, they just see that number at a sticker shock. Like, and they well, don't understand no, I'm good. how Bye. beautiful your meats and cheeses actually are. And yeah. yeah. And it's hard. Well, because I want, and, and I always say, please reach out with any questions. And I guess where I where I'm now realizing that I may have messed up is in my mind, it's like I don't want to come right out and say this can be negotiable. You know, I can work with you. I, I try to sometimes say this is all workable. You know, we have I have lots of different ideas and options for you when it comes to all this. But I guess they probably need to hear that more. I think verbally. Yeah. So what they're buying email. from you is not the product. They're buying you and the trust Correct. and the building yeah. of the experience. Correct. So there's Correct. different currencies. If you go okay. into thinking about the conversation from a hard currency perspective, that it's just a dollar amount that they're going to negotiate. Right. And you put that out there. Okay. It's really a soft currency conversation. What's the mood of the event? Right. What's right, the feeling right. behind it? Who are the people I mean, that are going to be there? I mean, she just the whole game right now for yeah. me. Oh, I mean, really? like, yeah. yeah. Now Good. it's like, okay. That's what all we right. call a holy shift, by yeah, the way. Yeah, holy oh, shift. Holy shift. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, okay. So now it's time to reframe. And I'm really anticipating. So, you know, it's funny tying it back into the current climate. We're coming out today and likely postponing a lot of our classes because a lot of our yeah. classes are designing and building food boards. And I would never want to you know, unfortunately a couple of my classes have sold out, which is great, but I I think that in the, in the best interest of public health, you know, we're going to have to take a step back. So the business is going to take a hit and it is what it is. I think that we're going to be back once this is over and we're over the hump, but I have to lay low for a little bit. You know, unfortunately my product of, you know, hand to mouth is not the best thing right now. Well, yes. And so I, but I, but my point being is I'm, I'm a little bit optimistic that we're going to come through with this and I'm just going to let the dust settle and then we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, every storm runs out of rain but mm-hmm. i say yes and because we still have to eat we're still going to be putting things in our mouth right so this is an opportunity and this is where you know having the conversation around how do we pivot our businesses ever so gotcha. slightly right uh, now you yeah. know what video 
you are going to be hunkered down at home with the husband or the so, wife yeah. and you want a little romantic evening yeah. at home, you get some meats and cheeses and a bottle of wine and you that's sit true. down on the couch and watch TV I'll and eat deliver my meats to and you. Yeah. yeah. No, not even deliver. I mean, that's definitely an option. Oh, but you're saying like video producing. Show them how to do it yeah. themselves and maybe oh, they I don't love have to it. eat the yeah. best of the best. They still have to yeah. eat. They're still going to do different things. Yeah. But show them how to take the experience of eating gotcha. up a notch in their home. Oh my home. God, I love it. Whatever you have in the fridge. Right, me too. The rest of my day is done. The rest of my day is yellow mustard and some salami like how let's make get it look creative beautiful. and you've got to now entertain the kids that might be on That's quarantine true. and it's like yeah. if you serve them one more thing of chicken nuggets and ketchup you're going to poke yeah. yourself in the yes. eyeball right yeah. so let's it's like folks. how do you go okay. ahead just to make and get the kids involved so it's That's like fun. oh look oh, they're doing it. something without me That's really like, fun. I yeah. like that. And they got so many great ideas. That's like a reinvigorated you know from now to monetize it right cuz great ideas but now how do you monetize it? So you can do Patreon, you can do YouTube to kind of build the subscribers and then bring them into your private community on a yeah. Facebook group or something like this yes. is where we need to start thinking. It's not, oh my God, we have to hunker down and save everything and not do anything until this panic goes away or conversely, nope, pretend it doesn't happen and then keep it moving. It's no, how can we do what I we're doing and, and allow this to be, you know, the universe is speaking to all of us right now, mm-hmm, right? There's mm-hmm. a, a massive shift and all yes. of this stuff happening. So what is the universe trying to tell us? It's just trying to say coronavirus, crown chakra, like open up your brain and think a little differently. That's yeah. great. Yeah, show sure, your creative creativity. Exactly. And your personality. Yep. I was really wanting to get your opinion. I I also work full time in the medical field and I work in a very female oriented medical field. Um and it's hard when you go in and negotiate your salary and your contract and whatnot. And I do get into this conversation a lot with some of my male counterparts who actually don't believe in the um and a pay gap yeah. between men and women. And I was kind of wanted to help pick your brain because I do believe in it. I sometimes have, I'm a very fact-based, so I go to my data, I go to, I go to whatnot. And then I, I find myself stuck sometimes because then they come out saying, well, your data skewed. Mm-hmm. Y'all have babies. Yeah. yeah. You choose mm-hmm. to have babies. Yeah. Oh my like gosh. A, I know that's a one way street. It was one, I didn't need anybody else to get pregnant, no, by the way. No, I, no. I impregnated myself. Yep, I right. chose to have my child. Yep. I chose to have that child dependent on my breast, mm-hmm. you know? So that was all a choice. Yeah. It's not that I was biologically given the stance. So I just wanted to pick your brain as mm-hmm. to how to, how, how can we counteract that? Like give me <laughs> yeah. some good and give our this listeners too some like really good sink your teeth into. Well, here's the thing. Take that dude. Arguing with an idiot only proves that there's two. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we are evidence seekers, mm-hmm. right? Yes. As human nature, we're evidence seekers. And we also don't want to be wrong. So if we're seeking evidence, it's going to be to validate our own beliefs. Mm-hmm. So when someone says wage gap isn't real, they're not looking for you to shift their opinion. They're looking for reasons why you're wrong so that they can stand stronger in their own stance. Right. Which is the loss of the art of debate. 100%. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole other. I know. A whole I know. Yeah. other. Right? But it, but that's what it comes down to is it's like you can, it really is a function of picking your battles. Right. Now, if that's a key decision maker that's influencing okay. your rate, yeah. then that's, that's a whole other issue because mm-hmm. that becomes a bigger function of what am I doing in this organization? Why am I here? Yeah. Why am right. I here? Right. Right. Where that's can I do that, better? Yeah. Right. Where else can I go with an organization that actually has two brain cells to rub together, mm-hmm. right? So in terms of the is wage gap real, mm-hmm. it's like your MAGA hat might be a little bit too tight. <laughs> Reality check right there. Yeah. Just to know who we're having the conversation with. Correct. It's real. There's like science is a thing too, right? Yeah. Like data is data is data. Yeah. You can't Climate change data. is real. You can't the world is data. round. Yeah. Like let's just. Right. 
mind-blowing things right now. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So it's not to... And, and, and here's the thing about wage gap and the whole, like, excuse me, ma'am, your wage gap is showing. Yes, yeah, so which, we'll talk by the about. way, is probably one of the most brilliant tags i've heard in a yeah, row thank you yeah. i think that was as soon as i heard that i was like oh we're here yes we are <laughs> yes, here yes, and yes. we're ready to go so the thing about it though is if you save the negotiations for the big conversation okay it's like never going on a date ever and then showing up at the altar and being like i'm gonna have a really successful marriage okay all right no you're not <laughs> you're just not no like it's just not going to happen yeah so it's how do you negotiate in small ways every day so that when it comes time to enter that conversation start bridging the gap for that conversation or actually having that conversation it's just another dress rehearsal. You've done it a thousand times before. Mm. An example I give that we do it all the time. We go out to dinner. They give us the bread. We don't want the carbs. We're watching our weight, whatever. So what do we say? No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're like, I'm being, I'm really being good right now. I'm mm. really, no, you just said no to something free. Ask what you can get instead. Oh, interesting. Just oh. such a simple concept. Right. So if you can start negotiating there in small ways every day, and you start to collect the evidence mm. that, oh, this actually, my words actually can convert situations. Instead of breadsticks, I can get, you know, something else. Yeah. And this is really good cheese. for you, too. Yeah, cheese instead, <laughs> right? This is awesome Yeah, because you're like laying the groundwork very early on. And very it's, so early. I was raised by an HR exec. And I so I had a resume at like nine. Yeah, right. You know, he's like prepping me for job interviews. But, awesome. but I also grew up in a household where, and I think this we is a little. We for the third grade. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, yeah. In order to like privilege to do uh, chores around here. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I, I also grew up in a household that had the way of thinking. And I think this has shifted, but I still get this weird inner anxiety. You don't talk about your salaries with other people. A hundred percent. It wasn't just your household. That's all of society. Yeah. yeah. Like, you we, don't talk about like, mm -mm. no, that's my business. That's not your business. And I wonder it's a now. It's different in sales, I think. But. Maybe, but I wonder, you know, in the medical field and, you know, <laughs> yes, whatnot, and. when you yeah. get okay. yeah. yes, and. upper, yeah. upper, upper you know, it, it's, it's, it's very taboo. And I wonder if that was, if it's kind of a way to, to keep your worth down even further. Because when it's not ding, evident ding, ding. and it's yeah. not apparent, it's yeah. not real and you're just left in your own mindset to stew. There's companies that are out there now, one of which I'm trying to get to be a sponsor for, excuse me, ma'am, your wage gap is showing, but that focus on technology that provides wage transparency. Because really if we can't see it, then, then we it, don't, yes. right? Then, yes. then that's the problem. So it definitely is a function of... Um, not being allowed to talk about it. I mean, you guys might have to bleep this, but people would be more comfortable talking about blowjobs in public right, than right. they would be talking about their That's bank account. True. Like That's very true. Like 100%, like getting all into the details of yeah, it too. Like yeah. technique, I don't know about me. the whole nine. <laughs> right? but, but, yeah. You give but me a you... couple margaritas, let me tell you. <laughs> let me show you let what's going on here. Done. <laughs> but they would much more, you know, confidently talk about that right, right. than they would talk yeah. about money, their bank account. They talk about money in the ethereal sense talk about money and the what I want to make and when I win the lottery yeah but not talk about it in the actual tactical practical and certainly not from a personal negotiations no. yeah. perspective yeah so it's almost like you know go out there and work your whole life for money but just like Shh, yeah don't talk about it mm. it's a secret yeah 
Right. It's crazy. Like I had no idea about money growing up, but it's not to the fault of my parents or anything. It's just society. You right. don't talk about it. Now my Agreed. poor daughter to the other extreme, she's like negotiating with the lunch lady. She's it. like, I how do I get a receipt? It. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. She's like, I want some evidence that this is what it cost. Wow. <laughs> like, get it, girl. I love that. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good so. for you. And, you know, I, I feel the same exact way until I met um, my mentor, um, my, my current broker who I've talked about before, Sanam, who we want on the on the podcast next. But um, she does that all the time, like you were saying with the breadsticks. And it made me feel so uncomfortable. Mm. Like, I used to hate it. I'm yes. like, Sam, just stop, you know? And I'm like, I, I just I can't. I'm like, can't we just big. like have like a normal experience and like not have you like <laughs> wheel and deal something? But now I that appreciate Panera. it. Yeah, I know. I'm not like for real. But um, I appreciate it so much. Now. Yes. Well, think about it. So like we could go to the gym like three days a week and like work out and do all that other stuff or ain't nobody got time for that in my world at least, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So what do I do instead to try to just move my body? Do lunges as I'm taking out the trash. Like yeah, right. I'll do squats as right. I'm brushing my teeth or something. So it's not that I'm avoiding exercise altogether. Yeah. I'm just working it in small ways here and there. Like I'll take the stairs instead of, you know, mm-hmm. the elevator mm-hmm. or something like that. And unless it's like more than three flights, so <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but it's so, so what she's doing is she's working, she's actively focused oh, yeah. on flexing a very important muscle. And, but you're hundred percent right. Like, can't we just have a normal experience? And she's like, no, no. because I'm above average. Yeah. Oh, she's. 100%. But that's the thing. Yeah. It, it just requires an extra yeah. consciousness around and it. And confidence level, though. Yes. You have to just confidence, own it. Confidence is the external of a solid self esteem. Right. I always thought it was just like she just wasn't self aware. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the other side of the coin. Right. Very self aware. Yeah. And she's commanding, mm-hmm. not demanding right. her yeah. worth. And I'm so happy that she did that because she also commands from me. Yeah. So you got to take someone. care of your tribe. Yeah. yeah. And she's modeling for you. You're so conscious of it right now. And you're like, yeah. God, this is uncomfortable. Sit in one of the um, uh, mentors that I have kind of just virtually from a, a podcast perspective. Um, she's She is talking about, you know, just sit in that discomfort. Mm. Don't do anything with it. Just notice it. And this is what mm. I say with that 80-15-5 I was saying. I like like as you're in sales conversation, any conversation is 80-15-5 in my opinion, right? When you're trying to move something forward. Mm-hmm. Just notice what your current behaviors are. Notice what your dominant currency is. If you're mm. soft or hard currency, notice that discomfort and just be aware of it. Mm. You know, what was it? GI Joe knowing is half the battle. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, that's yeah, what it that's is. It's it, knowing yeah. is half the battle. So just, just notice, be aware of it. Don't try to say, oh, now I have to do something about it. No, you don't. You're not going to change it overnight. It, you, we weren't born like this overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to, to have that awareness of it, that's, that's really critical. What do you think is one of the number one mistakes women make when they have conversations about money? Well, the number one mistake we all make is when we make financial decisions for other people from our own financial positioning and experience. Okay. So that comes out as easy as they couldn't afford it or they totally could afford it. Gotcha. And that starts as early as, right, that's the point of sale conversation when we're starting to step into that. But it starts as early as who we decide to go after for our market, mm-hmm. who we think would be would benefit from our service. That's a financial decision. And more times than not, I would say 99.999% of the times, we're not going after someone with money. Mm. Because right. we have this belief that they've got it all together or whatever. No, they were good at one thing, but they might be train wrecks in every other area of their life and we can come in and support and serve them there. Okay. But we're making a financial decision for them. Like, because they have money, they don't need me. 
Oh. Yeah. And that circles back to self-worth. Of 100%. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Because we've never been given turning. permission to speak confidently or competently right. about money. In fact, right. it's 100% the opposite. That it literally was not until 1988 that women were able to get a bank loan without Stop a man's I signature. I know. 1988. <sighs> yeah. It's so sad. Silence <laughs> as we as we sit with that, sitting in that discomfort. But it's think. so we can we can address our and we all have weird relationships with money. Men have weird relationships with money too, because it's not something society allows us to talk about. So of yeah. course it's gonna be weird. So we can sit in that and we can we can say, well, I've got a really weird relationship with money, so I must be really weird and just go down that shame spiral. Mm-hmm. Or we can just look at it to say, we're all weird around money. So yeah. let's just acknowledge it. And that's where I'm saying, like, just sit in it. Just I'm kind of in, I'm come from team. We're all weird about everything. Yeah. And then that's it. Like when I talk to someone, I just be like, you know, they're human. They're weird. Just like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all weird together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Well, with that, that puts everybody on the same plane. Exactly. Which I think is smart to do whenever exactly. you go into any type of conversation. Yep. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, kind of what you're planning in these next few months with the event uh, or just in life in general, I'm just, I'm trying. So for me, your event right now is my Netflix series that I'm watching and I can't read anything online. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I need to watch the episodes. Um, and I'm trying very hard not to research it too much <laughs> Yeah, because I just want to experience it like with a fresh pair of eyes. I love it. And, yeah. And, but, but for our listeners, if you wouldn't mind giving a synopsis of what you're, what you're playing in. Yeah. So it's, um, really a culmination of the past 20 years of life experience, but really, <laughs> so you know, s- more succinctly the past, you know, five to 10 years working with specifically women entrepreneurs, women in business, um, and as a sales coach, business coach, right? And it's looking at all the things, their relationship with money and where they're showing up and then realizing that it's not just women in business, it's women everywhere. And I need a platform and area to have a much bigger, more meaningful conversation. And I was given one um, to keynote at the University of Hartford a couple months ago. Beautiful. Um, And that's where all of this was born is I've you know, built a wonderful relationship with them over time. They've invited me back for the second time to keynote at Great. their Power uh, Progress Symposium at the University of Hartford uh, Women's Entrepreneurial Center. So I did that in February. And in October, we started having the conversations. And she was like, we definitely want you back. And I was like, well, I, you know, I always talk about sales and stuff like that. And I want to do something... Could I do something edgy? And she was like, yeah, we love edgy. And I was yeah. like, ooh. Edgy and interesting. <laughs> and I just started like, literally my creative process is like doing power lunges through the house, like stretching out yeah, the idea. Get it, get it flowing. I had a whole board up, sticky notes everywhere, like all the things I want to say. And then the title was born, excuse me, ma'am, your wage gap is showing. Mm, cute. Love and it. then coming up with just where is our wage gap? It's not just professional women. It's not just, it's everywhere. <clears throat> right. So daughter of a historian, I want to talk about the history of how we got to where we are to remove the shame, how we're keeping our wage gap open. We're doing it to ourselves yeah. and why I believe it's not going to close. That's great. And oh, where are we going to find this? Mm-hmm. You can go to excuse me, ma'am.com. Okay. Cause that was available. <laughs> uh, I know. And all the information is there, but I'm doing, you know, a live event, a experience, a Netflix comedy special meets a Ted talk kind of thing. Yeah. With, so drag queens. with drag queens, because I, you know, 
Yeah, we need them in our lives. Yeah, it's at the Bijou circle. Theater. Yeah. Yes, and that's going to be in Bridgeport. In Bridgeport, right. the Bijou Theater on Absolutely a Saturday night, April 25th. We have our tickets. Yes, yep, I love it. We bought our tickets immediately. I cannot wait. It's going to happen. I mean, if we, yeah. if we pull back to like the earlier point of the conversation around kind of all right. the, you know, the hype that's going on right now. And it's, it's right. It's not that the virus isn't real. It's just there's a lot of fear. An and unknown. Yeah, I mean, they so just we'll see you know, what canceled the NBA season. So it's like, I know. this is very real right now. So, as, so that's like about six weeks away, though, I believe. Yeah. So, so we still have some time exactly. to watch. As, as of today, it's going forward. Great. I'm mm-hmm. going to meet and with we're the venue. And we'll be there. Yep. And if it does need to, from a, a, a social perspective, from a safety perspective, then it will be postponed. And we'll yep. still be there. This is we'll going to happen. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Keep trudging forward. I know we talked about, you know, making uh, some changes in mind shifts and whatnot. And then if in the if in the very end, yeah, something go, you know, it's canceled, it's canceled. And I was talking to a partner postponed. And, postponed. 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 Very yeah. fair. Very fair. Don't say cancel. Say postponed. But I was talking to a business partner and she says people are gonna come back. Yes. People are gonna come back right. to us. You know, it's not like you did anything personally wrong. You know? No. Right. No, 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 no. People are always gonna need your services. This mm-hmm. is just a little blip. Yes. 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 And it's just if it's for safety right now, I mean, yeah. once the weather warms up, this virus can't sustained from what I understand. So we just are waiting for, I'm going to default to you on that. Yeah. One, but you know, from what I understand, I'm hoping, yeah, yeah I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hope, hoping is the best way to come yep. down to it. We do see late flu cases well into April yep. every year. So, you know, that's when our normal influenza season kind of tapers down. I'm, I'm hoping with fingers crossed that come end of April into May, we're going to see a down tick. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, we are doing a lot more than may have what been done in other countries, which is really, really good on, on our end. I think, you know, we are going to hear flatten the curve. Mm. That's going to be a trending uh, yeah. tagline over the next couple of weeks is that we want to take that curve of infections down as much as possible. And social awareness and social distance is mm-hmm. going to be a part of that. It is what it is. It is what it, it is. is what yeah, it I is. think this is the last day I'm going to be this close to somebody else. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that's okay. Except that's for okay. my kid. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. And that's okay, too. Yeah. I think I think it's also, you know, it's 2020, baby. We got iPhones. We have computers. Yeah, no, we we have teleconferencing. Work. And we're going to we be stronger now creative. because of Yes, mm-hmm. we're going to be just fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. just fine. Yeah. Do you have any other tips of advice for for small business owners as they kind of trudge through these waters? I would say the biggest thing right now is just to listen, like embrace that 8015.5 as often as you can. Every conversation is market research. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every, pers- even just going to the store everything. or I mean, maybe not going to the store now. Negotiate but- <laughs> those that toilet paper bag. Right. right. Toilet paper pack. But it's that perception is reality. And if we blow it up, then it's blown up. And if we dismiss mm-hmm. it, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's not accurate either. Right. So it, it just... We need to, as business owners, we need to show up as the leader. Mm-hmm. And that means yes. that we need to have proactive conversations. Yes. We need to look at the marketing that we're putting out there. And it's not to address it. I run a lot of conferences and I work with um, industry associations and we run sales symposiums for them. So they oftentimes will just have their industry events and talk about whatever widgets they need to talk about. Right. But yep. sales is like somebody comes in and I'm like, no, y'all need to have like a separate sales symposium. For so sure. we've got a, a few of those conferences going on from August into the fall okay. that I'm working with the planning committees on. And and my advice to them and they're, they're taking the advice is start putting out proactive communication to say, Hi, we're aware. We're not pretending it's not real. Yes. Right. Just to be head on with it. Just to say we're aware. We have contingency plans in place. 
We and don't I need think, to address what they are. Yeah. But just mm-hmm. we're saying there's plan B. I've been getting those emails yes. from stores, Target, yes. Sephora, like yes. whatever. I get those emails. Um, we should be sending it's out peaceful. those emails too. It's peaceful. That's it. And it's, yeah. it, it, that's exactly it. It's peaceful. It's just saying I am addressing the elephant in the room. Yeah. We are aware. And we are still here to serve and support you. Yeah. You don't have to go slashing prices. You don't have to no, go hunkering no. down. You don't have yeah. to do so any of that. So I may not do a physical open house. Maybe I'll do a virtual open house. Why oh, not? That's cool. Yeah. I and that's that. the other thing is to embrace the technology and you don't need to go out, please, please, please. You don't need to go out and spend $5,000 on an expert to teach you anything. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to spend $10,000 on a marketing firm to reconfigure your whole, like we're doing this with iPhones. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. need anyone to teach me how to be myself. Correct. They, and, and, oh my and God. Say that, that again. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So important. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, there's going to be, unfortunately, there are going to be the people who are going to market to the fear. That's what makes me nervous. So just... I can't yeah. control it, though. <laughs> I also can't control it. No. I have to take a step back. I'm not going to get into you arguments with people. Just don't be those people. people. But yeah. the marketing off of um, uh, certain regimens that are really popular with some companies and maybe even some mid-level marketing... I just ask people to be careful and that's not a cure-all and it's mm-hmm. not based on data. But... Yeah. But if it makes you feel good, then go ahead. If it makes you feel <laughs> yeah. good and smell good, fine. I just, I can already see it coming up in my kind of like coaching community and in the consultant community where yep. people are saying like, oh, well, we have to teach everyone Zoom now and I'm going to be a Zoom expert. And it's like, that's I was on the last Zoom call that you were hosting and you couldn't figure it out sucked. your camera. So... <laughs> I don't I see you that. commanding that five-figure price tag, I love that. but mm. that's I love that. there's going to be that going on right now, and Agreed. you know they're marketers, so the language is going to be fluffy and fancy and yeah. calm the concerns, and just use your brain. Correct. Go with your gut. Correct. Do do what you would do a week ago, a month ago, and you mm-hmm. probably wouldn't hire that person if you wanted to do video or you had to do video. You'd figure it out. You'd probably just figure it and out. And now you got the time because you're going to be home. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Great. That's great. Um, I have a question. So um, you hear a lot of like fake it till you make it kind of things Mm -hmm. or, you know, especially with realtors, like you have to drive the white BMW, you have to have the right bag, you have to have the right shoes. Um, Do you feel that that is important to um, have those items to be successful and portray the success? If it's important to you and Mm -hmm. it makes you feel more confident, then that's your Linus blanket and absolutely go for it. Right. Like I'm not going to show up somewhere without my face on, without this and everything else. Right. Like that to me makes me feel good and makes me feel more confident. Um, it comes down to who your person is that you want to work with. If that's important to them, then yes. But it sounds to me like that's a lot of should energy. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do that your person is going to be more consumed or more concerned with, um, be more moved by your knowledge, your responsiveness, your availability, Mm. that you're asking the right questions and you're thinking of them and putting their needs first. Yeah. Be more of who you are and you will attract the right people. Sure. There's times when like, well, my mentor is doing that. So let me try that on. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. how we learn and grow. Let me try that on. Okay. That does not fit right. Yeah. Right, off, right. Moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Totally fine. Um, that's how we figure out what right. our style is, you know, personally, professionally, whatever. Um, but the whole fake it till you make it thing. Uh, there's a yes and to that as well, that there is an element of when I started the business that got me out of 
corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a web design company okay. and it was a franchise based company. So they had done, you know, multiple websites, of course, over the history of 10 years that they had been in business. I had never done one myself. Mm-hmm. So then there's the question when people say, well, let me see what your websites look like. Okay. And so it's just, it's a conversation. They have a concern and an objection and I need to have a conversation with that. So it's just right. to know what are those common conversation points. Mm-hmm. I could have said, well, we've been doing websites for a thousand years and we're great and wonderful. And you know, here's right. all the ones that we've done. And I could have done that, but that didn't feel authentic because they weren't mine. Right. So what I said is something to the effect of the company I've partnered with has been around for a very long time. However, I'm not going to show you the designs that we've done because that creative style that that client liked might not be the same creative style that you like. Oh, interesting. So it just, it's all about you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just put the conversation right back on them and say, you know, this, it, if we, if we try the fake it till we make it, then we, we have to go into that like macho, that, kind of masculine energy of like Mm. mine's better than yours right yeah just a pissing contest and that's not what we're trying to do we're relationship builders so we just have to bring it back up to the thirty thousand foot view what's the goal yeah wtf what's the function of this conversation it's to calm concerns and move it to the next point forward okay that's it and i'm just thinking about um some of the clients that i've been able to service recently and have really great connections with and have um amazing experiences and get referrals from and i feel like those people would not be attracted to the white BMW. Perfect. Yeah. So what you need to start doing is to to start writing down as you're kind of being very aware of this, start yeah. writing down like the qualities of who your person is, not from like a 35 to 55 white woman, no. you know, not like that. <laughs> a yeah. mood board client. Yeah. Like you, how, like, how you would describe yeah. your best friend. Right. You're not yeah. going to say, well, she's 35 yeah. to 55 and <laughs> da, 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 da. It's like, no, no, no. She has an amazing personality. She loves books. She loves comedy. She loves this. Like how you would describe your best friend is how you start to kind of zhuzh out who mm-hmm. your person is. Yeah. And then that's everything that you do is you just focus to find your Sally. And that's it. I love that. That's it. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. love that. Mine's Sam. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. From uh, uh, Sex in the City, Samantha. Oh, there you go. 100%. <laughs> I would totally see that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, that's so great. Oh, Jamie, do you have anything else? I, I'm just sitting here going through like, I know, my I'm just like <laughs> I, you can obviously see you in the camera I literally have my hand on my chin and I'm just thinking of all the amazing things that I've learned I think you know in awesome. the past 40 minutes that we've been talking yeah, so okay. I am very appreciative and thankful that you came to join us today and we cannot wait to see um, the live uh, presentation that you have for us. Oh, yeah. April. And I'm crossing my fingers. Um, it'll be in April. And if it's not, then I can't wait to go. It will be. It will be. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm there. Um, so yeah. So um, thanks, Liz, so much Thank for coming for on me. and hanging Yay. out with us. Thank you all. And we wish you a very healthy, healthy uh, next few weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll be in touch with some of our next uh, podcast recordings. You can download us and uh, take us, a, give us a listen on uh, Spotify, iTunes, at Minding Her Own Business Podcast. Please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Leave a review. We have a review, which is so yes. cool. Yay. It was on Jen's podcast. Oh, I know. That was awesome. beautiful. Such so a good one. Please let us know if these words of wisdom uh, spoke true to you today, uh, especially with uh, with our, our amazing guest, Liz. And thank you yeah. so much for coming Thank you. On. And I'd love to know really in the comments what their holy shift was. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to know. That hashtag 100%. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yay. That was beautiful. Good.